and welcome to Full Speed. I'm your host, Eric Dalius, and today we have a special guest here with us here, Andrex. Yeah, absolutely, you may have heard some of his hits. He's gonna be talking about them a little bit later here, Believers, and uh, together we stand, you'll talk about all those stories. But ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat today because he is actually taking business and life at Full Speed. Full Speed, ran into that oh yeah. Full Speed, ran into that trick, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, uh. Full speed, ran into that check, oh yeah Full speed, ran into that check, oh yeah mm -mm, Ran into that check, oh yeah Yeah, yeah Andrex, yeah, appreciate man. you being here, brother Welcome to my home in Miami Beach I love it Like We're like, we're becoming fast friends, huh? No, I, I love how we connected immediately because You know the energy you give off Full it's, speed? 100%, man. <laughs> um, you know, it, so am I, but I love how you, 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 you uh, it, it just glows, it just mm. pops out of you. Mm. And for me, I kind of keep it a little bit more contained, and you're just like, no, let's go. Let's go, baby, let's go. Full <laughs> speed it. in life. And, uh, you know, you've accomplished a lot, but why don't you kind of share with some of the uh, our listeners here today and viewers yeah. a little bit about, you know, where you've come from, man, because, you know, listen, we all, not all of us get started up here. Totally. Some of us get started here, but a lot of us started like right here or below. Absolutely. And uh, you know, those are powerful stories. So share with us. Talk Absolutely. To us. Well, uh, I, I'm a DJ by trade. Of right? For the last 15 years, never planned it. Didn't plan it that way. It just happened. Literally. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody. Well, especially when you started. 15 years ago, I don't think anybody plans that in life, mm. plans to make that a career. Um, now you probably can because there's so much, DJs make so much now, Yeah. but most of the DJs that are doing well now, they've, they've got history in the game, like at least 10 years. But going back 15 years, it's pretty tough, especially for someone like myself. And what, what I mean by that is somebody that was number one, an immigrant. Yeah. Was, um, my, I'm Vietnamese. Mm. So my family is from Vietnam. We were refugees. We came to the U.S. Wow. Like a little bit after the war. What was it like to be like the refugee coming to this country? Uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting question. I never knew I was a refugee until like I, until like I was older, until I was a, like an adult. Okay. I always thought everyone was a refugee. <laughs> I, I, wow. I swear, I, I went to school and well, first of all, my school was primarily immigrants too. It was like Hispanic, um, eight, like Asian kids were all over, uh, Hispanic kids were all and over the place. this was in uh, Southern California? Yeah, it was in Orange County. Okay. And um, I mean, it was Caucasian, we had like three Caucasian kids. <laughs> so, you know, it, it makes- You had that role reverse, right? It was, it, was, it was interesting, it was trippy because I was like, I don't know, on TV, all I saw was white people, yeah, right? right? But when I went to school, I saw a whole mixture. So I didn't know what the hell was going on. I didn't mm. care. I didn't ask any questions. I didn't know to ask questions, right? Right. So I just went through life and, you know, it, it, it what it did for me, though, it, it made me become more of an observer. Mm. So mm. I always, this was all in the back of my mind, but I didn't know, to, again, I didn't know to ask the questions, right? Mm. So I just observe, I just watch, and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm a bit quiet by nature, too, right? Mm. So, because I'm more, I'm, again, I'm listening and observing more than I am talking. Right. There's like, unless you have any, unless you have data, there's nothing to talk about, right? So I didn't have enough information when I was younger. Mm. But what was it like? I mean, to me it was very normal. I, I felt, I felt 
I had no, I was very indifferent. However, mm. as an adult, when I got in my 20s, I feel like I had an identity crisis. Mm. I felt like um, anyone that was Asian had, um, was dealt a, the low end of the stick, especially mm. in entertainment and in the US. Because mm. I developed my love and passion for music. I knew I loved music by then. And I didn't see any Asians in, you know, on TV. Right. Especially right. music, right? So you saw an opportunity. Well, I, I saw, I did, right? right the reverse. Right, right, right. The reverse. In reverse, right. Yeah, because it was like, you know, I didn't see, there, you know, if you think about it, 80s, 90s, there's no Asian. Now there's a, now there's some. Yeah, right. BTS, and there's some DJs that are coming out, and, you know, there's some actors as well. Um, there's a lot of, in, in general, entertainment has opened up, and we're giving everyone a shot, kind of, right? But 10 years, 20 years, and going back even further, that wasn't the case at all. Right, right. So I felt... I felt at a disadvantage and I just like, it is what it is, mm. right? So I, I never thought of it as a career um, and I went, I started doing it as a hobby. So I went to school instead for art and then later on computer science. I, I it slowly gravitated towards computer science. Right. And uh, I went to vocational school for um, computer engineering and how to, how to, how to put together workstations. Mm. So hardware and, and using applications like Photoshop and whatnot. Um, multimedia basically okay. so I had a, a couple of different disciplines that was more or less related computers but I had a really strong music background because of the hobby so I learned how to play piano on my own learn oh, guitar okay. on my own okay learn DJing on my own all so as a hobby inspiration man when you're young to start playing the, yeah it's, uh, a, it's the keyboard man you know music is just one of those things that just it just it just struck me we were having this conversation about yesterday about yeah. how you know, you're with your success, and I, you know, I kept asking you, like, did you know that? Was that built in, or right. did you learn that? Part of the DNA. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. So right. I, I, I just know in my blood that there's this music running in it. You know, I just, I, I, it, I never question it. Right? It's so coming I, I, back. Know, I think it, what I like to refer to is intuition. Yeah. And, and you know, our listeners, either they, if you're, if you have that intuition yeah. about a business, about an idea, you know. There's only one speed to go at it. Full speed. Full speed, baby, right? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> and, yeah. and so I think that's what you did. I did. You had that inspiration, yeah. and, and you said, I'm going to learn to do the keyboard. And then that yeah. built on one, on it started layer, the layer yeah. effect, right? 100%. And you built on it, yeah. and you went with it. And now, you yeah. you weren't perfect day one. I wasn't. I didn't have the support. That's the thing. I didn't have the support mm. mentally or mm. financially. Mm. So I, I kind of, it to me, kids would play games. I would. You know, I would play with um, music software or my keyboard, or I would splice tape together and try to mix back then. We, I, I couldn't afford our record players, but we had a dual deck tape player. Mm. I'd splice it together and make mixes based on that. Wow. Um, so okay. there's a lot of little cool tricks that you could do that if you're just creative and you have any equipment, you're gonna utilize it, right? Right, yeah, so, you're, you're, putting in the, you're putting in the time, putting in the hours. You know, they, they talk about, become like a professional or yeah. expert, you need to have those 10,000 10, hours, hours yeah. in. And True. so you were getting those those yeah. 10,000, day one on the keyboard. Yeah. That I, was the beginning of your 10,000 hours. I didn't hear about that theory until later on in life, until right. after, after I, I, you know, for me, it wasn't even about the 10,000 hours, it was, it was just, I just loved it. I was grabbing. I was addicted to it. It was. Mm. It's, it, it calibrates my life. It's my. Mm. It's in my bloodstream. So. Right. Right. It's, right. Uh, if, if, I, if I could do that, if I have money, money or not money, I would do it. That's so, it. So it's interesting. So you're going to school. Yeah. And 
then you have this passion for music mm. and you have an opportunity that pops up. You yes. know, pops up. Tell us about that. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, had, I had a regular job oh, yeah. for a while. So, so yeah. you're working. Yeah, I was you working. school and work. Yeah. And then go ahead. Yeah, and then I had a regular job. I was working at, um, I was working in retail at a, a shop called Fry's Electronics. Oh, Fry's Electronics. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's, it's closed now. It was like, it was like a Radio Shack back in the day. Oh, yeah. But it's closed. It's a big chain store. They closed down. But someone from Yamaha walked in one day, and I was, I was talking to him. He's a project manager, and we started talking about music equipment. And he went, he went in to buy memory for a sampler, and I knew everything about the sampler. I knew specs like the back of my hand, mm. and he couldn't believe it. I was like, "What time of memory?" He came in, and he was like, "I need memory for something," and he was like, "And he he knew the specs of the memory, but I actually had more information about both the specs of the of the equipment and the memory." Mm. And he was like, "And I'm like, oh, I saw his." name tag because people would walk in with their name tag from their company right and he said Yamaha I said are you looking for memory for an A2000 and he said yeah I'm like oh yeah it's 72 pin and you need to get it with like you know like non this and all so I ran, ran you know I rambled off a bunch of specs blew them away next we became friends and then I said oh I'm you know I actually write music I gave him a CD some of my music mm. says come in work for us and he introduced me to uh, the sound designer the head sound designer there Okay. And uh, shoot, let me put turn this off. Yeah, and, he's, and then after that, we uh, I started working for Yamaha as a sound designer. So I left sales, went into sound design, and I, I started programming drum machines for Yamaha, and later on several other companies. Um, but the interesting thing about that was I realized that wasn't also what I wanted to do because mm. it was really boring. I was working in a studio with one or two people. I never saw an audience. Mm. I would make. We feed off the audience. Yeah, we feed off the, yeah. th th that's what I found out later on. I said, mm. I love music, but I love, I love sharing music. Mm. I don't love, you know, the, the, the details, the minutia behind music because it's all technical, mm. right? Because I was, well, sound design is like, you're, 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 it's, it's, it's almost like processing. You know what I so mean? So you wanted more. Uh, absolutely. You wanted more. Yeah. So, sound so designing is so tell, far. You, you were telling me yeah. the story when you're working yeah. and that you have this opportunity to go ahead right, and, right, and right. put your yeah, display yeah. of talent yeah. out there. Tell us about that one because, you know, you, 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 I think that was a, that's a great story about when an opportunity yeah. comes up, you got to seize it. 100%. And then you got to move on it full speed and you got to go at it and keep going at it. And, and you did that. Yeah. And then it opened up a whole new world for you. So go ahead. I, you know, the major turning point in my life and turned my passion into a career was when I started DJing as a hobby. Mm. Fast forward a little bit beyond Yamaha. When I started DJing as a hobby, it connected a lot of dots for me. Number one, it put me in front of an audience live. Mm. And that, you know, that direct um, connection yeah. with people that, mm. and, 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 we're, and it's and it's a different type of connection than, than the connection when you're having a conversation because mm. it's based off of music, right. which is emotion and feeling sure. and vibe and energy. energy. It's different. You're, you, you're using these tools, you're using these melodies, you're using these songs to communicate to mm. people instead mm. of words. Mm. So That's it was, powerful. it's so powerful. And you're, sh how many times have you had a song that you wanted to share with your 
your son, your daughter, your wife, your friend. You gotta listen to this, you gotta check that out. Yeah, yeah. How many times have you done that? Yeah, all the time. Guess all what? Time. You're a DJ. <laughs> that's it. You're a DJ. DJ that's, the DJ, baby, coming at you. That's the heart of a DJ. The heart of a DJ is someone that wants to share music. Yeah. That's the true spirit of the DJ. Mm. Forget beat matching. Forget all the technical. Mm. Do you love to share music? Mm. Do you love the song so much you want someone to feel the same way you feel about this song? Mm, that you it. want them to feel it? That's, that's the spirit it. of the DJ. Wow, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And so you're sharing that love. You're sharing that energy. Yeah. And I think it's important to understand that you know, you have, right now it's a passion, right? Yes, At yes. this time in your life, and there's, an, well, there's a window of opportunity that opens up. So I'm DJing. Yeah. And I quit my job, I, a little bit, again, fast forward, I had a lot of different jobs and a, little, a lot of hiccups in, in my professional career. Okay. Um, in computer science, there was success, but I was never happy with the positions I had. So something was missing, it was so dry, there's no passion working purely with computers, you know, with um, how long an office that, How job. long did that go on for you? Five years. Five years. Okay. Five years, yeah. So, I, it, so five years is too long, right? You've seen The Matrix. Of course. Matrix 1. I yes. felt like Neo. Yes. I felt like, you know, Mr. Anderson. I walk in the office. I'm in a cubicle. I'm, you know, I'm just dealing with is this me, a cubicle, and my Herman Miller chair. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, you know, and You're it's dead. like, oh, my God. It's yeah. like you have... You know, if I stuck with that career, I would have been a VP by now. Mm. But it was so, you felt like a human battery. So when you're That's going it. through that five-year yeah. period where yeah. you're like, you know, when did you, when did the light bulb go off? I mean, I know that you took action after five years. Yeah. But when did the first light bulb go off that, you know what, yeah. I need to go down another path? How long did you have to go through that process? I, you know, it... it we're, I was in LA the, um, working at a, at a company. We sold high-level broadband T1 fiber optic, and we were in a very nice building, Oracle building. And it was like mm. we were on like the 29th floor. I would look, I would you know take a break and look over, and I would think about jumping over. Oh my God! <laughs> wow! It, it was like you know I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying metaphorically. I'm like I I can't yeah, take got this job. You right, know what I, mean? I got you. Although I was paid very well. Mm. And and I was I was very young. I paid very well. I was the youngest guy in uh, uh, in my company at the so time. You felt trapped. Well, so trapped. Felt yeah. totally trapped. You had the money coming. Yeah, and I didn't understand why. Right. I didn't get it. It's like right. it, it was counterintuitive. It was like right. I got you know I'm making my parents happy. I'm, I'm I should be happy. Mm. I you know I'm I'm the youngest guy in this company. I have a bright future. Mm. Why am I not happy? Mm. I'm you know I'm I'm on my way to the American dream. Right. What right. is going on? And everyone around yeah. you is happy. Yeah. You got good money. Yeah. But you feel. I was excelling, man. And excelling yeah. achievements. Yeah. But there was something inside you yeah. telling you totally. you needed more. 100%. You are more. Yeah. And so, when did that light music. bulb go off for you? So I went back to music. I, I, ah, I, I went back to yeah. music. I quit my job out of nowhere. I just quit. So, but you had to go through that process of five years. I did. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, yeah. And, and, and everyone has yeah. their own time frame. Totally. You know, you know, the listeners need to realize this is that. You know, some even get it like in the first like five minutes, yeah. and some would be like twenty-five years. Yes. So yeah. don't worry about whatever else story. Just understand that when the light bulb goes off, and you have that passion. You need to go ahead and act on it. One hundred percent. And 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 so why don't you share what happened when you started acting on that? Well, it was a very extremely confusing time mm. because I'm in I'm I'm. I should be already established with my life, career, everything, 
but I'm still figuring myself out. However, mm. if I go one direction, it's already done, it's set. But I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking at like, I'm done set for my whole life in something I don't enjoy. And how old are you at this time? Mid 20s, early 20s, early 20s. 25. So you yeah. should be set. Is that like culture driven? Yeah, I pretty should much. Be set. Yeah, it, totally. <laughs> Absolutely. We have, a young, we have a young audience. Yeah, this is yeah, in yeah. Here. So like mid 20s, you know. Yeah. Going through their head, I should be set. Absolutely. Yeah, but but the reality is like you know now yeah. it's okay to reset at 25. 100%. And that's what you did. You reset. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot to be said about that. I feel like I'm 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 resetting again. Sometimes it's good to reset if you know what you're doing. Yeah. And you're like, okay, let's hit reset. But this time you reset with all this experience, right? Yes. And that's what that's that's why when I when I talk to you, it's like this is awesome. I feel like you hit reset. Yes. But at this, but you know, it's you know, you're so confident in the reset because you already know that you, what you've built and what you've established. Yeah. And even though you you're you're not a set aside what you've accomplished. Mm -hmm. The the main thing is here. Yeah. Yeah, and, this and is the most what, valuable thing, and that's what full speed is all about. Yeah, it, it, it is is tapping into yeah. the mindset of yourself and sharing that yeah. with our listeners. But it's about mentorship. Absolutely, it's about masterminding. It's about gaining those experiences. Yes, and when you have those things come together, mm. it opens up other opportunities, and that's what I found, and that's yeah. what you're finding. Yeah, so reset yeah. is okay. Totally, as long as you take immediate massive. Yeah full speed yeah. action. Well, this, you know, during, w when it was happening to me, I didn't have, I mean, there's Tony Robbins, that's about it. Right. There, you know, <laughs> podcast wasn't a thing. Yeah. You couldn't find anyone to coach you. There was no, you, you know, I don't think YouTube was even around. So, this is very valuable stuff, and there's a lot of other people that are putting out podcasts similar. Yeah. But, you didn't have, I mean, there's no guide. Right. And, and usually parents aren't the best guide either, you know? I mean, it's 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 rare. People have access to someone like you, mm -hmm. and this this is the big, this this is what's amazing about YouTube and the internet, mm -hmm. uh, and social media in the last 10, 15 years, is the ability to have access to people like you, mm -hmm. and hopefully my information has provide some kind of value. Mm -hmm. But if I had this podcast yeah. 15 years ago, I'd be a comp I like. Yeah. It's so, it's gold. It, 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 it should not only provide yeah. inspiration, yeah. but really it, it should provide a, an avenue that what you're thinking and what you're feeling yeah. is good, it's right, and yeah. take action. And that's really the magic, you know, the Nike, just do it. Right. And, but, and some, some people, you know, they need that mentoring ship along the way too, mm. like a podcast, two or three, they need more. And they need that guy. And we offer a mentoring ship program. Absolutely. We offer a whole mastermind Great. program. And you know, you step up these levels. Mm. And those are important because everyone's not on you know on the same level sometimes. They go, they're going full speed, but some need that they want that extra mentoring ship. They want that extra mastermind. They want that extra experiences. And they want those opportunities to open up for them so they can condense time down. 100%. No matter what age you are, right? Yeah. If you're just starting off at 25, hitting that reset, yeah. or whether you're 45 or, or 55, yes. it doesn't matter. It's okay. It, everything's okay. Just reset and go full speed, whatever you're feeling in, whatever your passion is. Agreed. So, Couldn't have said it better. So listen, you gotta tell us, all right? I mean, you're, you're DJing, yeah. residency, yeah. in Vegas, baby. Yeah. Yes. Tell us about that experience. 
how that started, but tell us about the lifestyle around that. We want to hear it, man. Talk to us. Well, let me finish off how I got to Vegas. And oh, yeah, we'll, we jumped we'll, the gun. I got a little we'll, excited. We'll con <laughs> and then we'll, you know, we'll connect uh, and we'll, we'll go from there. But so I'm DJing for fun. Yes. At home, friend's house. I mean, I would DJ for four hours for my mom in the kitchen. I mean, I, w I, I, I loved it so <laughs> you much. You set up shop. Yeah. In the kitchen yeah. for your mom. Yeah. All right. Well, I would be, you know, I mean, it didn't matter. My brother, my dog. Yeah. It, you know, I was just playing for myself. But right. if I had somebody listening, it was even better, right? Mm-hmm. So people started taking notice and saying, wow, this guy's really, this is like, this is really his hobby. He really loves it. This is like his basketball. This is like his golf. Yeah. So people's friends started inviting me coming over to play their birthday. I didn't care how many people it was, four people, five people, one person. Mm. Anytime I got invited to play, I would bring my equipment and play. Mm. And at this time I was using CD turntables and you know, it was fairly heavy at this point. So I'd still carry it, it didn't matter. I still set it up and I also bring speakers. Wow. So this, you know, later on I found out that this is, people do this and they get paid pretty good money. At the time I didn't know that. I didn't, you know, I was like, it's I'm your just, passion, man. You're yeah, I'm, doing just, it. I'm just happy to play for people, right? You're getting, you're getting the, the experience under your belt, right? I didn't now. even think of it that way. Mm. I, I just thought of it as like, like someone's gonna want to hear me play. That's awesome. Wow. Okay. You know, it, it just kind of like, it's like it was that, is that feedback, that community, that energy that you needed to have. I just needed it, man. Right, right. I just needed it. Okay. And I was so lucky to be able to get it. I was so lucky that I wasn't, you know, broke in a third world country. And I was, you know what I mean? I, I just, that, that's the, that's the, the refugee yeah. coming out. Yeah, I don't know. know. Yeah, I didn't care about money. And mm. then I didn't care about, uh, I, I just felt so fortunate and grateful to be able to share music. Mm. And uh, I just milked it. Mm. That's the way I thought, it, I thought about it. Anyways, I played tons of house parties and someone, I made, I made so much connections and friends. And so I made so much notice in my community mm. that People started inviting me to play at restaurants and then, and then uh, some bars. Okay. So I got invited to play at this bar one day, one night, and this is two years after playing for free already. Two years, by the way. So two years of free playing. Yeah. You get invited now to play at a bar and yeah. this is in, in Southern California. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yep, cool. in Southern California. So this guy asked me to come over. I'm at this bar and this is a very interesting bar. It's like full of, um, it's primarily Asian mm. and these guys look really rough, you know, tattoos and you know, they, they, they look like they're, they're, they look, look like a rough crowd. And there's these, there's girls in bikinis serving alcohol. And I'm like, I've never, you know, I, like, I, I don't hang out in these places. I'm not judging. I'm like, this is kind of cool though, right? So. <laughs> Scary, but cool. Yeah, okay. it, it was just kind of edgy. And I, you know, I like, my thing was, I, I'm playing for strangers. This is a commercial venue. That was my big thing. Yeah. Because prior to that, I was only playing for people that knew me. Like a friend friends. and a family type yeah, of Yeah, exactly. And now, dude, now you stepped Complete out of your strangers. comfort zone. Yeah. And that's important yeah. to understand. Yeah. Is that it's, you know, friends and family, okay to start off with. Yeah. Step out of that comfort zone. Right. Do the uncomfortable. Yeah. Until it becomes comfortable. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, so, so now you stepped out. Now you're in front of the bar. Now Brand new crowd. Playing a new crowd. They also wanted m music that was completely different than what I was normally playing. When you're playing for friends and family, you could get away playing a lot and they don't mind. They're just, you know, you, and you also you kind of figure out what they like and you kind of mix it and blend it in. Mm -hmm. But when you're playing for a brand new crowd that you've never played before, before you, you know, you don't have time to assess. So it's like they, they could like country for all I know. They could like, you know, uh, they could like, you know, uh, um, Ranchero, who knows? Right. 
<laughs> I have no idea because I, you know, this is a completely different crowd. Right. So, these guys asked for hip hop, and I wasn't a pro at hip hop. They wanted, they wanted like gangster rap. I didn't really have any of that stuff. So what did I do? I improvised. I said, do you have a CD of the stuff? I would get requests. They come out and get CDs, and I play their CDs. And slowly, I got good at playing mm. hip hop and rap. Mm. Now I did this for five months. The, the, it was a lo- it was a bar lounge. It was open seven days a week, seven eight, seven p.m. to two a.m. And sometimes they'd open even later. Mm. I did I did that for five months. So you're doing that every night. Every night. And so what's really interesting is that you had this thing called adaptability. Yeah. Yes. And adaptability yeah. is is understanding and listening to the marketplace, listening to the community, and and acting on that. Not waiting, but making immediate full speed action, and that's what you did. I did. You made that happen. I so didn't five realize. Five months of doing this. You didn't realize. I didn't realize. This is no, retrospect. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. And yeah. so you have five months of doing this. Tell us what happens. So, day one was the most nerve-wracking day because when I set up my equipment and I I I, I played that first song, I hit play on my CD player, my hands were trembling. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I was like. It's you a know, new crowd. it's a new crowd, yeah. and everyone, and not only that, but this was the first time on a, I'm on, an, on a, I'm on an elevated stage. Yes. Because usually at a house party, you level. Yeah, exactly. Level. Yeah, like we'd set up right here, and yeah. everyone's surrounding me. And I'm on an elevated stage, so I was really nervous. I had eyeballs on me, and I also had these. You know, there's some hot girls in there too, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, you want to give a good impression. Exactly. <laughs> Bottom line, so really nervous. I'm playing and. Everyone's slowly, they're getting into it. You know, mm. I, I see the heads kind of bopping. I see like feet kind of, you know, they're okay. hitting their feet. And Give them the energy. I, then not, so I started, I, you know, after a while, I started looking for, I started understanding physical cues a lot. I started looking for a lot of, I started able, I was able to read people without actually talking to them. I, that, that's one characteristic, one trait that I picked up. Mm. Like again, the head bopping and the feet moving. So I did, I did, I did a great job. The owner said, Great job at by the end of the night at 2 a.m. And he said, come back tomorrow. That's all he said. And I was like, so you, so you got the passing grade. I did. At the end of the night. Yeah. To come the next day. Yeah. Okay. He said that for five months. Wow. Yeah. And I, you I kept showing up. I kept showing up. And, and that's key. That's key. Keep yeah. showing up. Yeah. Keep showing up. Now, can I, can I ask you how much you got paid? Yeah. Well, you know the story. <laughs> you know the story. Our listeners don't know. Um, this is an interesting one, you know, because so, you know when I tell it, sometimes, you know, um, people always think the first thing people think is, "Are you serious? Like, yeah. did you why why you're dumb?" I didn't get paid nothing. Why? Wow. I, I never asked for it. I wow. never asked for it. I, I, I thought I was getting the deal. Mm. Explain that. Well, I had no experience, mm. you know, and there's DJ schools out there. Mm. There were like forty thousand a year, you know. Mm. But they're gonna teach. They're gonna teach you in a classroom. They're gonna put you in front of a live audience, right? Mm. So I'm like, am I gonna pay forty grand to be taught by someone that I don't even know has experience and has no live experience and not gonna put me in front of a live audience, or am I gonna do this? And you know, like, because when you're playing live, that whole the one way to start to to eliminate being nervous is to keep doing that thing that makes you nervous, right? Mm, yes. So I kept playing live until, I w- until my hands stopped shaking. Mm. By the end of five months, I was like, shh, shh. 
Hey, yeah, what's yeah, up? You know, yeah. you had that. I had built I built up confidence. That confidence. Yeah. yeah, I got familiar with the crowd. They knew me. Yeah, I was high fiving people. People were buying me drinks. Mm. I didn't really drink though, but I still have a sip here and there. Right. I knew everyone by the. They knew me. They knew me more than I knew them. Of course. But they knew me by my first name. I knew some of them by their first name. And one day, finally, I, I was tired. After five months, I stayed home. I didn't show up. Because five, five, five months, I five, showed up automatically. Not, not yeah. five days, not yeah. five weeks, five yeah, months, five guys, months, five yeah. months. Five months. Love that. So, you know, to me, it was like, you know, what a deal. Mm -hmm. You know, I, like, I got a place to actually let me play and learn. Right. But of course, I knew, I also knew they never didn't think of it that way. I knew that, you know, because they're, they're not DJs. They didn't do the research that I, that, I, like, that I did. They didn't have the kind of passion that I did. I knew the owner was like, I knew the owner probably felt like, oh, I'm, I'm getting this guy for, I'm getting a good deal on him. I'm getting a good deal. Better he, than he's a good great, deal. He's, right? he's great and he's free, right. right? But I thought, you know what? I'm going to do this until I feel satisfied. So that's what I did. After five months, one day I stayed home. I'm not on a took contract. A day off. Yeah, I just took a day off. You were tired. Yeah, I was tired. That's it. It happens. So I didn't show up. What so he calls then? me. The owner calls me and he says, hey man, where are you? And I said, man, I'm tired. I'm just, I'm just, I'm gonna stay home. Mm. And he's like, I got so many people asking for you. And I'm like, you oh, that's that awesome. You created that demand. And you know what, that, at that time, I didn't understand that. Mm. I mm. did, I reflect back on the story for, and, but what he, when he said that, when I, you know, just exactly like what you just said right now, I created demand. I didn't know it, but I, yes, you're right. So he's like, so, there's so many people asking for you. They're, they're, they're asking, they're saying, where's that, where's that passionate DJ that keeps playing? Where is that guy? Well, you know, we want to hear him. I'm like, man, I'm really tired. Mm. I'll come tomorrow. And he's like, can you come now? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm really tired though. And he just kept me on the phone saying the mm. same thing. Come in, come in, come, come in. in. Yeah. Because his customers are, were, yeah. got used to you, exactly. wanted you, yeah. loved you, mm. and say, we needed you. I think at one point I even said, hey, call so-and-so. Because I was introduced by a, a, a DJ also, yeah. that a, fr a friend, yeah. a mutual friend that was a DJ. However, he wasn't very versatile. Mm. And he wasn't, you know, he wasn't as easygoing as I was. And he wanted to get paid right away and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Mm. For me, I was just kind of like, you know, my, my mindset was completely different. I wanted to learn, I wanted to play, and I wanted to get the exposure, everything. But my, my other buddy was like, you know, he wanted, he barely had any experience, but he wanted to get paid a lot As of if money. He had the experience. Exactly, yeah. So I, I wasn't in that same mindset. More power to him, of course. Right. But for me, I just saw that, I, I saw that as a roadblock to growing. You know, I, I saw that, you know, asking for something that you, I, I knew my worth at the time. Mm hmm. And I knew that I wasn't worth what, I, I didn't even want to chance it, you know? Mm. So I wanted to make sure I was 100% complete. That, that, it's not even about worth, it was more like, do I feel satisfied with the experience? You know, I, for some reason I wasn't seeing it from a financial value, demand, economic perspective at all. I was feeling like more of like a, a humanistic feeling. Am I, am I, you know, am I, um, Am I satisfied with this experience? If I die now, am I satisfied that I did this? Mm. And I said, yes, mm. after five months. Five months. Yeah, and then he said, finally, after f like 10 minutes of keeping me on the line, 
he, you know, he, he, he said, said it. What? He said what? He said, come in. I'm going to what? I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you, yeah. baby. Well, yeah. All right. I wasn't ready for that. Uh, you weren't. But I wasn't. You know, you created. You yeah, created yeah, yeah. And you know what's, what's <laughs> yeah. super interesting, I think, yeah. a takeaway here. Yeah. Is that, you know, you can set your price yeah. at any time. Whether you're experienced or not, you set your price. Yeah. But sometimes you got to stand out. Totally. From the competition. 100%. You gotta have that unique selling proposition, the USP we call it, right? Yep. That rises you above anything else out there. Yeah. And that's what you did, right? Mm. You provided a USP to the owner. I'll be there, I'll show up. And then he invited you the next day and you didn't say, let me think about it. You said, full speed, yes. Yeah. Right? right and that happened night after night, week after week, month, month after month, for five months. Most people would have quit yeah. after the first night. Well, I gotta get paid the next night. Totally. Most people would have quit after five weeks. Five days. Yeah. You stick it for five months, brother. Congratulations. You made it, baby. The demand was created right there. Take that. I'm telling you right now. That is valuable information to help separate yourself out there in the marketplace. It, it's, it, listen, it's work for Andres. Yeah. It's yeah. work for others. It can work for you, too. Now, you know what I gotta ask you now. I gotta ask yeah. you about Vegas, baby. Yeah. Talk. I'm fast forwarding to Vegas. That that experience alone catapulted me. Yes. It it, it it just went from I I got so much out of that after that because it was like about two years already again playing for free and then two and a half so five months. That was all the experience, ammunition, knowledge that I needed. Yeah. That pushed me in the next ten years of my career. Amazing. And from from literally uh, my mom's kitchen to the biggest nightclubs in Las Vegas and around the world. So where did you perform? Omnia, I had a residency, and first it was Marquee. Mm. Uh, had a residency, Tao, which is owned by, uh, Tao owns Marquee. Awesome. Had a residency with them. And then after that, had a residency at, the, they were the hot club before Hawkinson and Omnia opened. When Omnia and Hawkinson opened, I jumped ship and got over, it went over the hot, so I kept on staying at the hot clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, then, and you, you had yeah. enough demand that yeah. the hot clubs wanted you. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting because sometimes I had to hit the reset. Sometimes the club wanted me to prove it to them. Mm. So I'd lower my fee or I'd, you know, I'd, or I'd say, hey, um, you know, I'll, I'll bring in a lot extra hundred guests. I'll figure out how to do it. But I, I, I basically, I always give way more than they pay for. And it's really yeah, interesting so. that you say it because, you know, you had that start off, right? Yeah. And then you have this, you condense time down, which yeah. is super important to understand. Yeah. Because of the full speed uh, mantra here. but. What happens is you get that success, yeah, and then you're still challenged along the way. 100, percent and it never stops. No, no. By the way, no. And you hit these reset buttons. Now some resets are quicker than others. Yeah. And some are longer. Like you could reset for like a you know 30 seconds. I got to reset. Yeah. It could be 30 minutes. It could be 30 days. Yeah. It could be three years. Yeah. So I understand about resets, and I want to make sure our audience understands about resets because it's super important to understand no matter what level you are, you're always gonna have that reset option. And that reset is gonna help you improve yourself and condense time so you can go ahead and achieve more quicker, better, and faster. And that's what you did. Yeah. That's awesome. That's but I awesome. also didn't know that I was doing it either. I know, these, yeah, these are like, yeah, these yeah. are lessons yeah. that you learn in hindsight. It's interesting, you, you know, you have, because you have the experience and you have, you, you're, you're, you're able to articulate what someone like me just goes through, right? Because you actually, you're actually, you actually come from the business world yeah. where business was a vehicle for, 
for, for uh, it was a means to an end for me. I never wanted to learn business. I never cared for business. I just wanted to be, uh, I just wanted to play music. Right. Yeah, but in order to play music and to play for the best crowd and the biggest crowd, you had to use business as a vehicle to get you there. So I learned business as a byproduct. And I think for you, you learn business and the front end, not the back end like me. Right? So it's super interesting because I'm an investor in this uh, new app called Music Swipe with the mm. Z. Mm. And uh, what's happening is we have a lot of artists, independent rising yeah. artists that are coming to our platform. Mm. And they're, they're focused on the music. Absolutely. And I'm trying to go ahead and mentor them yeah. to understand this business. Because what's, what is your level of business in regards to your music, where do you where do you put that at, and and they have to think about it. Totally, that's okay because that's that's why we do these podcasts. That's why we do these mentoring ships. That's why we do these masterminds and have these experiences so you can have clear and clarity on where you are, but more importantly, where you want to go. Mm. And so I, I think it's it, I'm glad that you were able to go ahead and understand that and see that yeah. because you have to experience that because you've been through those mentorings, you've been through those masterminds, yeah. and you've been through those experiences that have a better retro aspect mm. of the understanding. And so I'm really super excited about where you're going in the future. Mm. But before we get to that, you had a couple hits out there I want to talk about. Yes. Talk about your first one, your Believers. Yeah. Talk about that one. Talk about the creation, the release yeah. of that, how that felt. You know, Believers was, um, it, the, the name is intentional. Mm. Yeah. So. You you have it. you have to be a believer for sure in whatever it is you do. Yeah. Right. So that was a big thing for me. Like um, I wanted to make. It wasn't about the necessary. I mean the content. I mean the musical content is great for me and I love it and there's an audience that loves it. Um, but to me it was more it rep what the title represented mm. uh, was worldwide. Mm. So I wanted to send a message out to to artists to people in general. You know I knew that my music might be an acquired taste and only for a certain genre. Mm. But the theme mm. and how, you know, and, and the struggle and, the, uh, and the, um, the, the mission to want more and to, and to go after your dreams and to really um, connect with your purpose. I think that's so important. Mm. It's like the only time I've ever felt lost in life is was when I wasn't connected to my purpose. Mm. And there's a lot to be said about that, you know, because purpose can be with family, can be with friends, can be with God, religion, could be with career, you know, what you're meant to do, period, you know? And yeah, and listen, we all get yeah, off track. Uh, it's true. We true. all get off track. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And there's no yeah. one perfect here. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. In fact, I, yeah. I always joke, I said, the yeah. only difference between me and, and a lot of other people is that I just failed more, more. times than you guys started. Yeah. That's the, that's the major thing, right? Absolutely. And so always stay in the game. Yeah. And when you get off track, always get back on track. And no one really wants to hear a sob story. Yeah. Okay? They uh, want to have that energy they can plug into yeah. to go ahead and go to the next level. Mm. And, and they got to believe in it, right? They got to believe in what they're doing. And 100%. so you believe in yourself first so others can believe in you next. Yeah. And that's what you've done. And so you put that out there mm. and you're believers. Correct. Yeah, that's awesome. That was the whole thing. That's so awesome. you could you could interpret it at so many di different levels. You right. know, be a believer in yourself. I'm a believer in myself. Right. And and, and not just about music, about anything you no, do in yeah, your life. life. Yeah. In general. That's awesome. So that was the first song I ever put out. And then the, 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 the second uh, one. The second one. Together we stand. Together we shine. Together we shine. Yeah. Okay. Together we so shine. Talk to me about together we yeah. shine. 
So again, about the theme, yeah. you know, because it, it, it was, it's, it, it's, uh, it's, it's not about, it took me a while, and this has been an ongoing theme that, that I think has been going through my head for, for many, many years. So much of what I've done felt like it was on my shoulders. Mm. Um, and it is, but it also isn't, right? So on one side, I have this personality, this trait where it's like, I need to do everything. If, it, if you want to do it right, you've got to do it yourself. Mm. But on this other side, you know, I've had to learn to give, give up responsibility. I, want, I don't want to say give up responsibility, but I've had to. Delegate it. Well, yes, delegate it, but also, but also um, um, see where other people, what, see how they're, you know, they are better, even better at it than you. Mm. They have a natural ability to do something that you, they, you may understand, but they have, you know, they, they reign supreme in it for some reason. Like Tiger Woods on the golf right. course. Right, but at the same time, we complement each other because they may, they, you may reign supreme at something that they're like, shit, you know, like that's something, how do you do that? How do you, you know, how do you, like for, for instance, when I look at you, I'm like, the level of energy and positivity and bounce back that this guy has, I gotta be, I gotta be around him because I know this is no mistake. This is him being able to take a, you know, being able to, to take it on the chin and stand up, and yeah. it's like, give me more. Yeah. You know what I mean? What, what else you got? Is that, is that the it's best you got? It's the Rocky moment, baby. Yeah, exactly. It's the Rocky moment. I already, I already know that when I talk to you, that you're able, that, that, that's your superpower yeah. among many, mm. right? So I have a little bit of a harder time with that. You know, mm. I'm, I'm, I get a little self-absorbed when I get knocked down. Mm. I, 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 I definitely get back up. I know I need to, yeah. but it's a little bit, I'm a, you know, it's a little bit tougher for me. I feel like your bounce back is a lot, you know, like you're not gonna go down. You're, they're gonna, you know, you're not gonna tap out. No, no, I'm yeah, not tapping out. Exactly. It's full yeah, speed, baby. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Always, always. So listen, uh, together of, we shine. By the way, was together, about. Yeah, together it's we about, shine. Yeah. Again, it's about all of us. I love it, man. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yep. I, I believe the it. Together we shine. Yeah, it it's was awesome. Uh, the music and, and the energy that you bring too. Yeah. I Thank can't you, wait man. to see you uh, perform on Saturday and yes. bring that energy out there yeah, man. in your focus jam there. It's going to be awesome. Uh, and we had a good fortune to meet here at the Bitcoin conference. Yeah, so, I'm really happy about it. Yeah, I, I thought that was great. Let's talk about, really quick, kind of wrap up here yeah. about NFTs. Yeah. What do you see with NFTs, man? How do, you, how do you see yourself, the future evolving around NFTs? So it's exciting, right? Everybody's excited about it. Obviously, that's why we're here. Um, I, I, I am quite careful about how I get involved in things because mm. I don't like to jump the gun. Um, I think time, you know, our time is very valuable. So whatever you invest in, you want to make sure that you're put. When you go full speed, you go yeah. full speed. It's hard to hit pause or stop. And and for me, I you know, once I go full speed, I there is no stop button. Mm. So mm. it's. Be, you know, I, I need to I need to do my due diligence before I you know. Yeah, do the education, do the 100%. research. Hundred percent. Yeah. But what I can tell you now is, it's probably one of the most exciting times I've seen in a lot of different industries because I came from computer science and art. Mm. Right. That to me, the DJ world right. is part electronic right. and part art. And then with Bitcoin. It forced me to learn finance, which is your expertise. Mm, yeah. You've got a lot of expertise, but yeah. I know you're I know you're, you're you're very strong, much stronger than most people I know in finance, mm. right? 
Well, so, you know, yeah. it, it's helped that being a you know third generational real estate investor, yeah. and then discovering Bitcoin yes. uh, way back in 2014, yeah. um, it opened up a lot of doors and a lot of opportunities. And I did my education just like you did. Yeah. But then once my education was done, yes, I pulled the trigger. Right. And I didn't. I didn't go. You know, tiptoe around. Yeah. I didn't just test out the water, man. I dove all in, and I stayed all in. Mm. And then when that thing takes off, yeah. And it could have gone the other way, right? Yeah. But it goes the other way. It goes mm. up. Then you start to cherry pick, like I always tell everyone to do. Cherry pick off the top, right? Enjoy mm. a little bit of fruits of your gains along the way and then keep riding that out. And understand there's gonna be resets along the way. 100%. And NFT yeah. is really kind of resetting crypto to the next level, in my yeah, opinion. I, absolutely. I, but in some ways it's a reset, but also an extension. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I, for sure. For it, sure. It's bringing in the art element. Yeah. It's bringing in the creative element, which is what attracted me. The yes. Bitcoin itself attracts me from a technology standpoint. Finance, I don't, I didn't really like, but I'm so glad once, because once NFT came in, it forced me to learn finance. Mm. The stuff that you, your basic knowledge of finance is high level for me, mm. and probably for most artists, because mm. they're so consumed about art. Mm. And actually, for me, money's always kind of been a turnoff. Mm. It's, it's really strange, and I, I'm pretty sure most artists feel the same way, because it, it requires a lot of focus that we rather focus and, and, uh, and distribute the energy into being creative. And right? so, so what's interesting is that I hope I can be a mentor and, and, a, and a mastermind to these artists where I, I break down the complicated into the simple. Okay, it's, what yeah. you're doing right now is highly, highly needed. It's a space that has been vacant and just in, they don't, artists probably don't even know they need it. Mm. This is probably the best time right now to be an artist because you actually have people from finance coming in because they see an opportunity. Yes. Because it's it's because they see an opportunity to invest in it, and then it's 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 gonna it's it because of their self interest as well. Yeah. So it's like you're you're it's there's an opportunity to actually own your own music and cut out the middleman with NFTs. Yeah. There's just so many, I mean, it's just, we're just at the tipping point. It, we, we really are, and we, you know, with our music swipe yeah. app, we, we help these independent rising artists get discovered in a fun, yeah. cool way, but it, we also have a, a royalty ties-in. Mm. We also have soon-to-come NFT platforms, so it's next-level stuff, and what we're looking to do is simplify the complicated. There you go. Bingo. That's it. That, that, and that's, what I, was, that's yeah. what I was trying to get at, because... The old model is very clunky, yeah. And this publishing, copyright, and sending your copyright, sending your material to the, you know, the court system and whatnot, and uh, it's, you know, and, and nobody gets paid except for the top, top, top artists. And those top, top artists usually get screwed in the first ten years because they signed off to a manager, to an agent. You hear about the stories, you know, with like, you know, Whams oh, yeah. and and the TLC, and we, you know, they all they, either they went broke or the first, you know, the first ten albums made. They didn't get any money out of it. It went back to paying back, you know, paying paying off their tour or whatnot. And mm. you know, this is the first time where the average artist, the average artist that that is not being signed by Sony or being picked up by a major manager, is able to make a decent living. You know, right. it's the first time in history, and it's already it's already been happening. But NFT is going to extend that even further. 
It's, yeah. hap it's, it's happened with SoundCloud. It's happened with you know the YouTube revolution. But this NFT thing is going to take it even catapult it even further. further. Especially when you tie yeah. it in the music spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see. So, so final, final, yeah. final question for you. Yes. I want you to send a final message to our viewers, like mm -hmm. one recommendation, one thing that they should be thinking about, they should be doing, they should be acting on. You know, I, I would say the number one thing that artists take for granted and don't want to do, there's two things. Number one, finance. Mm. Um, I think they're going to learn that automatically. They're going to have to because if you don't make money, that takes you out as being an artist, mm. period. And just being connected with your platform, they're going to they're gonna learn that by, you know, just naturally. So that's going to take care of itself. I think the biggest, biggest thing, having said that, probably and maybe priority is marketing and promotion. A lot of artists, that turns them off. Social media, understanding social media, um, understanding how to get your name out there. You gotta look at social media in a creative way because social media, especially Instagram for me, is almost like DJing now. Mm. Because when you share a song, you share an emotion. Mm. When you share content, you can also share an emotion. Mm. When I look at a beautiful car that is ran through a filter a certain way or taken on a camera on a certain taken on a certain camera that combination of things the camera the filter the angle it it does something to me and sometimes it doesn't do anything to me it just depends same thing with food same thing with a beautiful quote mm. same thing with uh, you know a couple at uh, look at looking at the sunset there's so many things that, and then when you add music to it content is now content music is a subgenre of content mm. So it's taken DJing to a whole different level. Mm. DJing can, is only with music. Instagram is everything. So when you ask me what's my next move, mm. it's content. Mm. It's DJing content, man. Mm. It's sharing content. We, we need to have yeah. you be one of our uh, DJ ambassadors and help out those young DJs out there come bring their, their beats and music over to the Music Swipe platform. Love it. Yeah. Love to, man. Would love to. Appreciate it, man. Thank awesome. you for what you're doing. Thank you for this. Absolutely. I, 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 you know, the, you're, you are, you, man, you, you, you are such a genuine person. I really mean that. Hey, well, you're not, you're not you are good say. people. What you see is what you get. You are good people. Seriously, man. <laughs> well, we Thank you so it. much. Thank Andrex, you so much for having me. All right, brother. You made believers. Yes. And together, we shine. Full speed, ran into that trick, oh yeah. Oh yeah, uh, uh, uh. Full speed, ran into that check, oh yeah. Full speed, ran into that check, oh yeah. Mm-mm, ran into that check, oh yeah. Yeah.